everybody. I'm so excited to introduce you to Darden, a really creative person who I choose to invite to Melanie Talk and who is gonna really explain a lot. So make sure you do get comfortable and you do get your tea because I forgot and you enjoy listening this episode with Yarden. I'm so happy to hear your voice. <laughs> Dude, finally. <laughs> yeah, finally, finally. It's a new thing for me. You know, I didn't know this app, so I'm very excited. And and I did listen to uh, your previous podcast and especially the one where you were talking about your process through um doing podcasts and how you discovered the app. So, you know, it's cool. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like when I do, when I record those things, I actually never don't believe people actually listen. So, when people listen, I'm like, "Oh my god." Thank you. <laughs> a little bit and at the same time we have conversations about a lot of things and you know i want to introduce people cool. to my friends and yeah so it's cool it's really cool it's really cool yeah okay i need i need to definitely come over i mean not everybody yeah. smoke right or drink not everybody no you don't have yeah. to you don't have to you don't it's have just to. like yeah this is the vibe yeah you can if you want <laughs> yeah. that sounds really cool so it what is it called again puff 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 talk with yarden puff- right with Jordan, yeah. talk with garden and um and it's going to be on my website which is going to be revealed tonight as well i mean tonight <laughs> night of the recording so by the out the website will be already out and um another podcast of the web yeah the website i said i'm sorry so i'm stressed about that too you know because it's going to be another platform for me i wanted to have a website to kind of um make it like a central uh place where you can find all the things I've done all the things I'm doing you know because people don't really know exactly some of the people yeah, who you don't know me personally you know yes you do like a lot i noticed that yeah. you're very artistic <laughs> and you do a lot so i do a lot yeah if you want you can talk about that like what do you do and yeah of course of course of course um so you want me just to do it now <laughs> if you want i mean no you don't have to oh, do that sure. later <laughs> but since well, we are talking about it i'm like yeah, yeah. Just so it. all right so maybe you know um if you if you're gonna use this my name is yarden my name is yarden as an artist name but my <laughs> real name uh birth name is jordan and basically yarden is just the hebrew origin of my name um and um funny story about it is that the reason i found it is because um when you f- when you search for the name jordan and my family name which is a common name in the region in the country jordan what you find is hotel hotels you know middle school high school your friend give you so much names and for the people who don't know i was born in french guyana south america but i grew up in the caribbean and it was the you know the moment of all those um jamaican sounding you know names you know that we were calling ourselves so <laughs> yeah. my name actually was kenja you know kenja it <laughs> was my 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 name given to me by my friends and oh. um then it evolved into yarden kenja and now it's only yarden so um 
Wow, you have like a whole history about your name. That's yeah, cool. a whole history. Everything about me is a whole history. I could talk for hours. You have to stop me, by the way, <laughs> if you think I'm talking too, too much. <laughs> no, that's actually great. You know? It's going to be like the longest episode, but this is it, a good <laughs> Yes, it's a great start. I'm so excited about it. So, yeah. But, you know, um, basically, that's, I guess, why I do a podcast, because I have a lot to, to I talk a lot, so let's make it useful, you know, <laughs> and, um, and I also wanted to introduce, you know, um, interesting people, you know, uh, to, that I have around me, because I surrounded myself by good energy, uh, artistic people, and, you know, from different uh, works of life, or whatever, walks of life, and I wanted to introduce them to uh, my Instagram friends, let's say, you know, if we mm-hmm. use that term, and 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 so, yeah. So, like there's so that's- so young people who have a lot to say, who can relate to the things that we we say, and that's why I think like podcasting is really coming up. I'm so glad that yeah. a lot of people are starting this actually because it 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 connects, and that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's important also, you know, to. Um, feel that there's people out there that live the same thing you do you know even if they don't have the same culture the same name they don't live in the same country and that's what the internet is for so sharing is important and i love to share i love to learn there from is people. Sharing. <laughs> you know i love to get inspired and inspire others so basically yeah. podcast is a great way and i was thinking all right let's do this you know so you know i've been working on it for a long time now you know it's been a couple months i've recorded a couple um um shows already just mm-hmm. to make sure that I, I was sure about this is what I want to do you know mm-hmm. um, and just not just jump into it and maybe after that I'm like okay two episodes and I'm done so um, and I, I really get better at you know asking questions and stuff you know listening and, and, and yeah and you know also you know anticipating what the people listening will want to know about the person that I'm talking to especially since it's not a video you know so yes you know what i mean and everything yeah. has, has to be vibrant and living you know with your voice and that's yeah. that's a, that's an art basically so it's a form of art because people have to like imagine and use their yeah. mind a lot to like yeah exactly exactly so so podcasting we have that in common this that, that's the first thing um i can say that i do but i do a lot of other things um i um I sing, I write, uh, I started first by writing, you know, music, text, mm-hmm. first of all, it was more poetry and then uh, novels, and I got into music because I love music, and at some point, I just realized, I guess, that I I, I could sing, <laughs> I don't know if I can say it like that, like, it just happened to me that I realized, oh, well, I guess I can sing. There's so, something going on here. You know, yeah, you know, let's just, let's just get into this. So, yes. I, I gave it a chance. And now it's kind of like my main thing right now because I'm working a lot on it. You know, I found a producer. He's young. He's my age. He's uh, He lives on across the ocean, you know, uh, oh. in Israel, you know. What? And, uh, it, it, all it, the it, you found one in Israel? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I met him at Afropunk, just like you. I met mm-hmm. him at Afropunk. Uh, he was there to see the Caesar concert, you know, the first day. Actually, well, guess what? You met him too. Because, you know, when you found me, the, the second, the not the first Afropunk, the second Afropunk, we saw each other. Yeah. I was with him at that moment. That's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But actually, that was the first night we even met. We, we didn't really have the time to talk about music back then but you know it happened in a certain way you know sometimes the universe has a way of you know making things happen that you can't control and it's 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 fascinating you know um i was in a phase in my life where i was you know because at first like i'm a i'm a law student you know um that's why i left uh the caribbean to uh after after i turned 18 to do a university in paris uh a law school and um as much as i love law and you know i've had great experiences i've worked at the french parliament and you know a uh, law firms and stuff but i realized i have this creative i've always had this like double thing double thing about myself where there would be jordan you know the serious guy and there would be Jordan, the artist and i thought i, I felt like deep inside Jordan was suffocating because he couldn't express himself anymore you know I was yeah. doing too much things I was mm-hmm. doing sports I've been a sportsman you know uh, fencing for years I've done you know like competition outside of France you know with the, the national selection I've done uh, French competition I mean I've done a lot of things so at some point Jordan was like I need to come out and, and be and be an artist you know and yeah. so since you know it's like I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of my studies right now and, and I was thinking I could take a year off to prepare the bar exam and it would be a great excuse to at the same time um, do other things you know creative things and let Yarden express itself you know and um, and that's what I did so it was a great moment and you know it was a I mean it was a thought process and by the time Afropunk happened I was not decided yet and you know, uh, there was this thing inside of me where I was like, you know, I love Caesar and I want to meet her. So yeah. I did my best to go to backstage and I and I found a way to get backstage, although I didn't have no reason to be backstage. No, you she didn't come. I did. I did. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I should say it out loud, but, you know, I, I came in backstage by a, um, you know, a security exit, you know, like... Uh, that's how I get. I got backstage. I was watching how they could, how they was going backstage. And I was like, I'm, I'm going backstage. I'm gonna meet Caesar, basically. <laughs> you know. And yeah, I think I remember was- you showing me the picture that you saw her, and I was like freaking yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Remember that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the excuse I had is because um, the um, the girl who was moderating the, the the thing, you know, the DJ, I guess she, you know, the girl she was talking and. Her name is Hokaya Diallo, and I know her from a previous <laughs> life of mine where uh, I was, you know, invested in all black things, and I was president of, I'm still actually president of um, a club for black people in my university, stuff that I created, and we, wow. she's a militant, she's an Afro-militant, she's a journalist, so we met her a couple times, and I know her, you know, um, personally, we talk sometimes on on Twitter, and and I was like, "Are you backstage? Can I come backstage to see you so you can introduce me to Caesar?" She didn't reply. So when I got backstage, and people were asking me what I was doing, here, I said, "Oh, I, I'm going to see Rukaya. You know, I know her." <laughs> so and so I and so you know and that's how I got backstage. And long story short, 
<laughs> that didn't come out. I was like, fuck. So I got outside and I saw a car waiting and uh, like a big Mercedes Benz truck. And I was like, oof, this is for scissor. And you know, like I just saw like two other people, you know, they looked white, you know, and they were like waiting to. I was like, I don't know what they're waiting for, but I guess it's the same thing as me. So at some point I even gave up because I saw the car left and I asked to a security dude and he said, well, they're going to pick up the scissor band and group another place. So I was like, there you go. I got fucked. You know, this was a setup. So I left. And then I came, I was like, uh-uh, let me just come back. And all of a sudden, I come back. <laughs> not me. Not me. I was like, no, you know what? If I have, and I, like, to be truly honest, like, I'm, I'm a crazy stan, I guess. I, I guess you can put me in the category, you know, <laughs> with the Discriminat <laughs> friend and the, and the Beyonce. Because yeah. I was like, I stood there for, like, maybe two hours and a half. Oh, wow. I came back. And when I came back, guess what happens? The car pulls back up. And since I comes out, and I was like, no way, no fucking way. And the crazy thing is, I, I at that moment I was working on a project um, that's like, which is supposed to be, I guess, the theme of today. Uh, it's like a response, but not in a response way, but more like a a mirror to what Caesar's control was for women. You know? Yes. I wanted to express what it felt like. I guess being a man and love relationship in the black community in, in black love and all those things yeah um, for for from my perspective and because I realized we both do the same thing and and, and and both are unhappy you know it's like unhealthy relationships that would be between black people and and I was like let me just express what I feel and I wanted to call this uh alt since you know she she did control I was I wanted to do alt you know <laughs> a very uh, nerdy thing and and but you know I didn't have a producer I, so I didn't find a lot of instrumentals that I was that was free of rights and I couldn't do nothing so when I met her I was so pissed because I didn't have the project to, didn't to have show actually this Why is a great story you staying there until you find SZA because it's just like teach people never give up if you want exactly. something go after that like go after go. that Yeah, and, and perseverance. You know, that's actually uh, when I was doing sport fencing. That's what fencing told me. Taught me one of the things it taught me is persevere, never give up. So I was like, all right, it's cold outside. I, you know, I was calling some of my friends and my mom, and I was like, you know what? It's it's the same story, just a, a short story about you know me and my friend going to the KFC and we pull up and the KFC is closed. And, and he's like, nah, let's just go home. And I'm like, nah, like, look at them. They still have some stuff. Like, let's just try to beg. And like, I'm not begging and stuff. And at some point, there was a girl, like a black girl, you know, and she saw us. She's like, which one of my brothers? And I said, <laughs> I want some chicken wings. And she said, all right. And she gave it us, she gave us like the rest of the chicken wings they had for free. I was like, who? Man, you know, like, I guess that's very black to be excited about a KFC bucket of chicken wings for free. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool it was just like to be like you see when you don't give up it's it's stupid because it's for food but for anything in life you for should anything. give up you yeah. know right so Cesar comes out and I, I'm freaking out I can't even talk I'm like <laughs> and so I say to her you know like I really love you you're an inspiration of mine like the way you express things you're very poetic very artistic and, and like philosophical and, and I said to her that I was writing something that was kind of like a mirror to what she she's done 
um, and it was the perspective of men. And she was like, oh, is it out yet? Can I, where can I listen to it? And I was like, fuck, shit, damn. Because it was not ready. I didn't have the, tra- the, the instrumentals for that. And, but all the texts were ready. And I was so thinking about that so much that I didn't even think about showing her um, <laughs> the... Um, because I had another song that I've done with a friend that was in my phone and I didn't even oh, think you didn't about even think that. that. Like, yeah, and then I was like, anyway, but then he came, this dude, this white looking dude and his friend and they came and they were like, oh, Caesar, Caesar. So I was like, okay. As I told you, at the time, I was not sure about doing this year of thing. So yeah. when September came around, I was like, I need to do it now. Like, this is now or never. Like, the stars are aligning and I'm going yes. to be dumb if I don't just go for it, you know? Yes. And, um, but is there, like, is there any tips you would give, like, young creative artists that are are not able to do this jump and say, okay, I'm going to do it now? Like, what did you do to, to get motivated and say, okay, I'm going to do my studies, but still go after my passion and what I like? I'll say two things. First of all, don't be afraid of the outcome. If I take my example, I'm nowhere near uh, being a signed artist or anywhere, anything. You know what I mean? But so, and it might not happen, but it, it might happen too. You know, there's a possibility. It's 50-50. If you don't take the chance, you'll never know, first of all. And then it goes with the second thing uh, I'm going to say is it's better to regret having done something than regret not having the, uh, doing it, you know? It's like, I'd rather... Um, be curious take a chance have an experience and mm-hmm. regret doing it then be like man all my life i should have done it especially when you are an artist it's something that's inside of you that you need to do to to live to express to express so, yeah exactly so if you suppress this feeling then you're going to create regret it your whole life and i was like i cannot and you know when you have this feeling of i'm, I'm like i deserve the best then go for it go for it go for it whatever it is that you do um if it's like painting singing you know just go out there in the world and take chances because they exist and when you put this good energy outside like the universe give it back to you Mm -hmm. i came to this realization and so yeah just just go just go you only live once so just go (laughs) yolo (laughs) yolo yolo for real for real Yeah, that's that's true, definitely. Yeah, you know, it's it's so much things that are yet to be done in this world. You know, it amazes me how so many artists have came and gone, and and so many people have created things, and we still are able to create new things, right? So mm-hmm. you could be the next one to create whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can create so, whatever. It's true exactly you know do you think nobody was thinking like in their wildest dreams that we would have the internet in the middle age you know what i mean like sometimes you just have to um think out of the box and, and just go and don't and think, go for it yes you know and one thing i want to say especially to people who are i guess good students they go to school university and they have also the social pressure of you're a good student so you have to get a diploma and have a serious job and your parents too sometimes because i've been I've, I've been through that um at some point even your family and your entourage is going to see that you're in pain because you're not good even if you you do good at school you do good at university but like they're going to see that you it's it, it's like a, a, a weight on your shoulder and 
you gotta go for what you wanna go to because now my mom, who was the one that first wanted me to go to law school instead of photography <laughs> in Paris. Yeah. Um, because I, I've always hesitated between the two and she was like, you wanted to be a lawyer since you was like a kid and now you want to talk about you wanted to photograph you. Although you have this inside of you, but kids, this as a passion. You know, I thank her for that because now I have my diploma. I can do whatever I want to do. Hopefully in September, I'll be a lawyer, but still, you know, I had this burning desire inside of me. You have to go and follow it. It was, you know, I used to use that joke to say that I need to do like a coming out as an artist. You know, everybody knows me as Jordan, like the the dude from law school, the president of this black association, this black club, this very um, political person and stuff. They need to, I need to introduce them to who I am inside, which is also yard and yardist right yeah and that's the jump don't be afraid to do a come out coming out you know like just do this sometimes yeah because i noticed there are a lot of students who suffer under like depression because of all of that because of that pressure that they get from outside from their families mm-hmm because they have something in them that they cannot express or maybe they do not even want to study what they're studying right now but they're still gonna do it so a lot of yeah. them are just like dying slowly inside true true exactly and it's not it's not good for yourself you gotta it's something that i used to say to all the people in my club um i you know you my university is a very um historical uh, aristocratic Uh, law for law school so there's not a lot of black people in here you know and not only that but there's there was nothing for us and nothing by us that's why i created this safe space but i said to the people in my group in my 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 team and the club and stuff i said you know what you don't have to be like a militant all the time you can be yourself too and it's the same yeah. thing i say to good law students like you don't have to be the best student all the time you can just go out there drink some beers have fun go see an exhibition of like i don't know uh uh any painter or artist you like you know create yourself too um i love when you know i hear people i, I mean i don't like to hear people say to themselves oh you paint you do this you do that and i cannot i say no try it and then what i love is when i take their hand and i'm like all right tomorrow you're gonna paint with me and then they enjoy it you know and so Uh, but a lot of people i mean i think it's because society also s- teaches us to to only do one thing focus on one thing i've heard it so many times people say oh you do this 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 why just focus on yeah. one thing and do this and you know concentrate on that and it's like why can people not do many things and enjoy it and be good at it like exactly i think we exactly. need to go away from that and actually um allow young people old people whoever to do multiply things because we're not just we don't only have this one skill we have like different kind of skills and it's like in 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 kindergarten we teach them to use all these skills but then when they grow up we're like no focus on only one thing one skill true and and in the world we live in you know where you can travel everywhere there's the internet where you see you know you see what's good outside of your little environment is good to to go outside like physically and mentally like go outside of every box you're in your french just go outside just like you like i commend you for like living uh germany to go to the u.s 
after school, after university, to be like, all right, you know what? Let me just go and try. You know, um, yeah. it's 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 about this in the at the end of the day. You know, the word is big, and there's only one word, and we only have one life. So just do whatever you want to do. Do it and be whoever you want to be too. You know, be faithful and truthful to yourself. Just just don't run away from who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. First of all, yeah, we we have to like find out who we who we are. <laughs> true. But you know, you find out through experiences, you know? That, yeah, exactly. That's also true. Like you have to try and go like you already said out of the box a lot to to know what you want, what you don't want and to like get closer to to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Totally. That's very important, you know? Um sometimes people feel also like if you try something that's not necessarily conventional it's gonna be like you're going to diminish who you are as a as a um you are in your unicity or like your 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 own no you just you know you think about things that you do like food each time you try new food you feed yourself it's the same thing each time each time you try a new idea each time you try a new uh country to travel to a new i don't know person to talk to you feed yourself with good energy knowledge uh new things and that will just reinforce who you are you know even, yes even if this thing that you did was a bad experience as i said it's better to try and regret it afterwards than regret not doing it because at least you know that's not you or that's not what you want or that's yeah. the type of person that you yeah. need around you i don't know you know what i mean yes just do it and then yeah. when you're when you're when when you went through that you were even more grateful for the things you you've never seen like around you that were always there and were always like helping you then you exactly. you, you point that out more and I'm more grateful for the, those things so actually exactly. you never really lose if you think of that totally totally you never lose never uh you lose if you don't if you don't do you know um yeah So yeah, it's it's important, you know. I I I travel miles away from, you know, my uh safe space, you know, the care, safe. I mean, <laughs> we can put that into brackets, but still, you know, I'll elaborate another day, I guess. You know, the Caribbean and I I I just I just felt like I needed it was time for me to go out. It was time for me to go outside to go to Paris to discover new things. To yeah. I'm very fulfilled. You know, the capital hasn't disappointed me yet, you know, because I I keep meeting new people. I keep, you know, visiting new things and discovering new things. And you know, I guess at some point, just like when I grew up in Guadeloupe for like, uh, I guess, 15 years of my life, and then you're like, oh, why? Mm, I've done pretty much everything. I guess I'm going to travel again and go to another place. You know, and the world right now gives you the ability to do that. Like, you don't have to work <laughs> like, in one country. Mm-hmm. You, like, you can do. You can Love travel. That. You can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyways, I wanted to touch up on. Um, the thing we was talking about safe spaces I think that's really interesting yeah. especially for people of color in Europe um, mm-hmm. I personally be- think that there's not Amazonia and I grew up in the Caribbean those are French territories you know so I still but um, and, and so you know I get like the European society as a whole is uh, not very I guess um warm to minorities in general right and yeah. the issue is this like nobody should ever be as isolated in their own depression or own 
uh, pain or own questionings about who they are as well, whatever it is that it is, even if yeah. it's like being uh, uh, LGBTQ, being black, all those things. Because when you're a minority, you have all those questions about who I, who am I, you know? And but the thing is, it's not a responsibility for the person not to isolate themselves, but because that's human, that's natural. It's a responsibility for their community to provide something for them, and. If you think about the European, what I call the Afro-European people, mm-hmm. um, our history is, I guess, um, more recent when it comes to being organized. Whereas in the US, um, they have everything for their their own and their community because um, they've been fighting the struggle for a long time, right? Yes. And so. I guess it's starting to happen right now thanks to black militant in the US and thanks to the internet because now first of all we can put words into some things that happen that's happening to us. If you think about it, I get I don't care what country you are from in the in Europe, when you want to describe the discrimination that's happening to you as a black person, we generally use uh American terms. You know what I mean? Like yeah. fears, you know, white privilege and those things. True. Because So and, and they provide us those tools that we want to use and that we are going to use now. And I believe it's the responsibility of our generation because also maybe not our parents, but our grandparents wanted to fit in. I guess you know. Then our parents was just in the middle, and now we got the internet, we, we got the yes. strength, we got everything and the tools. It's for us to really act, to to really take actions. And I believe it's an individual thing. You got to understand as a black person that everything you do is political even combing your hair like having your natural hair is political because in this climate in this, this in this world everything about you is not totally fully accepted all the time and so when you have this responsibility of being who you are by nature and by birth um, mm-hmm. you cannot run away from it if you believe that there's something that you can do that another one from your community can't and so i've always knew that i had i guess this you know um Uh, way about myself when I how I speak, uh, how I can organize things and stuff where I could be kind of like a represent a representative, a representative to 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 my own. And so um, I didn't run away from it when my time was okay. You got to create this club for your people in your in your university because if it's not you, although it would be comfortable not to do it by myself to do it myself, but. If it's not you who going to bring all the black people from your university together and create this thing, it's not going to going to happen. So I, I really mm-hmm. admit it, and I believe each one of us, if we feel like you know, there's someone that's not as established as you, or they, at the moment that you see them, they are weaker because it's human to be weak and it's normal to be weak. We gotta accept to be weak too. But at that moment, that person is weaker than you. You gotta help them. Like that's yeah. your responsibility as a black person. I do believe that. And um, also, what I like with our new work right now is that we realize that we are almost like one people in Europe, the black people. Because um, when I meet you, when I meet other people, whoever there there is and wherever we are, we all look at each other like you're my black brother, you're my black sister. You know what I mean? You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Like we share the same struggle. It's not that I'm French and that you're German or whatever. Like we share the same shit. We, we go share. through the same shit. So, and it's so cool because there's this solidarity thing, and now you got Afropunk in Paris, in London. You know what I mean? That's yes. so cool. So cool. Places where we can exist and be ourselves unapologetically. 
um that's why i love the term afro punk because you're black but it's like punk rock it's like punk in an attitude of i'm gonna be whoever whoever i want to be like i'm gonna be a rebel you know yeah so um yeah create those safe spaces for the people that's around you if you feel like you can't you know like don't hesitate same thing just go do this don't hesitate really because it's important to um to feel like you know we only have one life and if you believe in god on uh, that you know you will have a, or whatever you can believe in destiny universe whatever like you have one goal one, one theme here mm-hmm. on earth like that's what you were meant to be then don't run away from it like just be it fully you know yeah wow <sighs> i don't know what to say to that that was just like <laughs> i'm gonna let that sink in for a minute like yeah wow. <laughs> like every time i go into those long you know speech i'm like oh my god did i talk too much like <laughs> is she dead like is she is she asleep <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, forgot, I forgot to like um, bring my tea and just like chill and listen. <laughs> Thanks. It feels good, but that's great. Like yeah. I've honestly never had someone who like naturally just flowing and talking. <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. Thank that's you. Because then it's not. It's interesting for the listeners. You know, everything uh-huh. that you said is what we need. Actually, it's so yeah. true. So. Even I'm like, oh wow! I, I, like I said, I need to let that thing in because <laughs> yeah, you can just rush over and it's like, okay, next, next, next. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what? Well, it's funny because you were talking about safe spaces. You mm-hmm. do that too. You don't. I guess you. I hope you realize it. With your podcast, what you do is create a safe space for us to even come and talk, just like I'm doing. You know, it's important that we can express ourselves and hear ourselves too. This is a this is an example of how you can do something, you know, for your own, you know. So I thank you for that. Really, I do thank you. And it happens here too, you know. Um, sometimes it saddens me because I'm like, um, like I hope they would realize you know or see some things but you gotta let people see for themselves and if they're not part of the you know it it don't matter as long as you know if they're happy i guess you know i hope they're really happy i think so does make mm -hmm. life easier if you choose to not see those yeah you know you're like "Hmm." true true racism no that yeah if you if you live like that it does make things easier like true after after the h&m um debacle you know with the the monkey and the kid terrible i remember i saw a tweet um that for from someone who said oh it's exhausting being black and i'm like oh so true i feel you because it's like you you keep like things like when you really care and when you really see things yes you keep being exhausted and 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 and, and, like it's exhausting it's true so that's why i'm like I don't I don't even um like I understand some people don't see things or that they they don't want to see things and um and even for the people who are militant as I said you don't have to be militant all the time sometimes you can just even if you hear something that's like uh slightly uh, you know um debatable sometimes you can you know if you don't have the energy you don't feel like it just let it slide and you know move past that because you need to preserve yourself and you know self-help uh, self-care and 
mental health is very important it's important you know? yeah um so this world already oppresses you in so many ways you don't want to uh oppress yourself too you know mm-hmm. so yeah um how do you how do you feel about the mental health and um self care of of black men because i mean me as a female i do not get i do not hear a lot of that mm-hmm. um which is a little bit sad because like you said it's important for everybody but i see a lot of females you know they express that they're doing like yoga and they're like um women's meetings all of that but i didn't i've never really heard of um men doing that especially yeah. not in Europe you know in america you you i've heard of that Well, it's funny you say that because we we are touching on on a subject that's very dear to my heart is um as you know a black man a black man in the Caribbean so I'm directly a descendant of the slaves there is some things in ourselves that you know I see sometimes also in um African American uh black male you know or the African American community as a whole where um like I guess from whatever if from not what from all the things that have happened you know um we we have to be stronger you know stronger as a in a an in opposition of stronger than a human person could be you know like you have to not show things you have to not be sometimes things and and it's like you don't have to show any signs of weakness i personally i'm not i'm not a a uh, historian or whatever but you know as I, as as I thought about it long and hard I was thinking maybe it's also something historical because when you think of those um ancient societies in in Africa you know <laughs> first of all matriarchy was very important but the men I guess role was to really protect and I guess you feel like you know you've been put into enslavement enslavement and and your whole like you gain your land taken away from you and you see maybe some sometimes for some slaves like rape happening to the ones you love and 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 killings and stuff like you feel powerless as a man but especially as an african man in those ancient societies where mm-hmm. you had to be the protector and so i guess now it becomes the other thing where it's like like i felt that, like this i i fell i i um i i fell and there's this feeling i guess of um i don't know if it's true i don't know i'm just thinking you know maybe of it, like and we don't even realize it but maybe like a uh, guilt of i fell for my community i fell for my people right i fell mm-hmm. i fell for my black kids i fell for my black wife i fell for my black uh, whatever and so it's like now i got to be stronger and and i don't have to show and it's something that even passes through us i guess with yeah, the genes, DNA you know and all things yes. yeah exactly exactly and some fears as well some stuff you know like some some you know like reflects we have like is i believe and the thing about this modern society right now the luck i have let me tell you is that my mom is from french guiana and slavery in french guiana wasn't as hard as in guadeloupe because um Guadeloupe in the Caribbean there there was a lot of things to to produce out of it you know cotton uh, uh sugarcane um a lot of things you know mm-hmm. and and so in French Guiana you know it's in Amazonia right so it's more complicated you know with all the the, the wild animals and there was nothing really to do right here so 
they brought the slaves here but they didn't do a lot of things you know which is you know funny i mean not funny but when you compare to the country next door which is Suriname uh slavery in Suriname was terrible you know like the 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 dutch they were crazy they were very crazy they were the harshest you know so my mom didn't grow up in this mentality where like and and you know in in it's a very specific thing but you know i'm just going to continue and talk about it um, <laughs> but in french guyana <laughs> there's like in before like old ages there were like this prison where they would send um white people you know like when you would do a crime in france they would send you to french guyana and you'd be <laughs> in this big ass prison you know that we call le bain right so basically you think of a land where slavery wasn't as active then you had this uh prison where you would see white people under you in the hierarchy of society yes. and then you would also there was like this uh congregation of um catholic church ladies who would buy slaves to free them you know so there was uh, a lot of free slaves i mean free black men in french guyana right <laughs> so my mom raised me in a way where as a man i can cry i can i can i can express feelings and i knew that people in french guyana we don't have the same mentality but what i see in the caribbean where slavery was you know hardcore going uh basically i see the mentality is different my dad is like boys don't cry you know like hey what you yeah. talking about you do depressed what the uh? and you know but he he i guess he progressed because not long ago you know a member of my, my grandpa my grandfather passed away and you know he he's doing everything he can to make sure i'm right because he knows i'm a little bit of an emotional mess sometimes and so he's calling and asking how i am and telling me you know and and it's rare you know i never heard my father tell me that he loves me but i know he does mm. um, that's one thing you know and and, and the fact that he's take, now taking care of like calling me and I know that he understands now that depression, sadness and stuff is important, you know, to take care of your kids for that. And so um you know I, I appreciate that. And the thing about our modern society right now is that in the black community the people who are mainly active when it comes to the struggle, the fight, you know, the it's women, you know, it's black feminism. It's, it's beautiful more, actually. Mm, yeah. But on the side you got men who go through things and you know all this social pressure also you know being a real man you got to be a real man and like yeah. you can't let you cannot let anybody talk to you any kind of crazy way you know what if you are white man you can just let someone tell you some shit and you be like Pfft. you know but if you're black oh my god you let someone you have to me. always you know, yeah, fight, exactly fight, you fight. know and and so violence and stuff and and at the same time you know like sometimes i do believe that with social issues we do tend to observe what's happening and criticize i mean point fingers at the people who commit things mm-hmm. rather than observe the general structure and and system that puts these people in those situations where they would do yeah, things right exactly so yeah. the issue also uh sometimes sometimes and I'm not trying to generalize with uh black feminism is that they not only do they not think about black men which is totally right because they have to think about their own issues first yes. but also you know sometimes in the rhetoric it's like the black man is like the the reason of all the issues in, within the black community and although everything can be agreeable but it's like let's just think of the reason why sometimes black men act a certain black way black men act a way yes and i think that especially in the in the black women community we 
tend to talk a lot about black men, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we do not take the time enough. Not all, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, to yeah. to talk to them actually, you know, so that we exactly. can get out. And and that's why we have to start then. Exactly. So at some point, I was realizing that some of my black brothers, best friends, friends, just neighbors or whatever in Guadeloupe, who didn't have the same like uh, um, uh, upbringing as me, you know, like uh, their mothers wouldn't tell them the same things. And sometimes also it's funny because sometimes like mothers raise kids and sometimes by themselves, mostly like in black communities. Yes. And I, I could remember hearing some of the moms saying to their child, their boys, boys don't cry you know what i mean and so that's yeah. the irony or don't of, of don't it. act like a girl or something don't like act that. like a girl exactly yeah. you know the irony and so and so i i started to feel like even some of the stuff that was happening to me you know because i you know when i was young i was getting bullied you know for being emotional for being like a normal human being you know mm-hmm. it's like and and, and 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 you know as i grew and i was shy so i was not talking a lot i was listening and observing a what lot, which you gave me, <laughs> can I believe yeah that? people don't believe that when i tell them that but it's true it's it's almost like I was in learning session for years. Like I was observing people. I mean, I was very talkative and very um, um, expressive in my private um, um, environment with my mom, my family. I used to. Yeah, I, I've like, always been like safe. Yeah, I've always been like an entertainer. I was doing playing doing jokes when I was four years old. Apparently, I had this famous um, comedy comedic act that I was doing because I was imitating the lady at lunch. And I'm, you know, do you realize? I've always been I've always been an entertainer but when I was in, in like not my private um, family like my cocoon I would turn into plain mode and then I guess it was my learning time where I was observing people a lot um, and listening a lot because I was learning a lot about people in general and then when I analyzed it I wasn't afraid or I wasn't like mad at the the people who been not so nice to me I was thinking to myself I understand what they're coming from even if themselves they don't see it you know like they don't see that they're mad at me or mean with me because of this and that and sometimes like I guess a little bit of envy to be free as I was you know yes. and so I decided contrary to some people who humanly would criticize and point fingers at the person who done stuff to observe the general system and be like alright so maybe the only thing I can do is be open about it like accept that some people are different than me and be an example for others i guess so i was thinking own it yeah like never i was i would never change my difference my unicity for to 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 comply to you know a general um um like society generally get to love me for who i am and stuff mm-hmm. everybody everybody applauded and i was like wow it was wow. almost yeah. like an encouragement for me to keep pushing on my difference and inspire others like this you know yes. and uh, I believe that's the best thing I can do for black men and somehow no joke that's also one of the reasons why I really hope and pray that this music thing is going to work for me because I want to be that image for black boys around the world who might feel alone lonely separated for their own community sometimes because they are creative they are you know like a uh, uh, like artistic they are uh, you know intellectual they like things that are different they are emotional they are all this and they don't have no one that looks like them up here you know that they can look up to I want to be that like weird ones 
yeah the yeah. weird the weird ones exactly <laughs> or the the white ones sometimes because we were <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah people will say oh you act white you act white <laughs> <laughs> you know so yeah i hope to be that and you know um, yeah we, we pray with you i'm just talking for everybody now because if they're listening they gotta pray <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you so much thank you okay we have reached like almost an hour i'm so oh my god that's so cool <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think I'll just gonna be doing sessions with you like every week. Like, oh, what you gotta say? <laughs> well, you know what? I love to come back. I would love to come back whenever yes, you want. Yes, of course. And, and we can talk. We can talk. And I also, you know, whenever you can come to Paris, of course you're invited to my place. And as I told you, we're gonna do a podcast together on three or two or four. We see. <laughs> hey, well, I'm definitely gonna come. Like now, yeah. I know where to go when I'm in Paris. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thank you so much for your time and that you were on here and expressed all of those things. Thank you. Thank you for your vibe, your energy. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, since the first day we met, I really appreciate everything you you provide in this universe. And um, to everyone who's listening, thank you for listening. And I wanted to say to them, love yourself, love yourself, love and be yourself. yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I would love you to share your like page or where people can find what you're doing again because yeah or your your podcast so mm-hmm. they might Well um so I have three places you can find me mostly. First of all my Instagram uh it's uh, yk_et okay mm-hmm. um yk_et then you can find uh, my website at yarden.fr it's a french uh website so fr okay yarden y-a-r-d-e-n dot f-r and you can also find my soundcloud everything is on my web on my um instagram and website this podcast is going to come out the same day as mine you know you'll find my web- my podcast too. voila <laughs> voila <laughs> there you go Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you sticked with me till the end and you enjoyed every piece of this episode with the wonderful Yarden. And I hope to hear you all in the next episode. Peace, love, and shea butter. Don't forget, you get the pussy, you get the power, love and be yourself.